You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Rosalind Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to part two of my part one and two series of building your consistency and spending time with God series. This is going to be episode number two. Um, if you haven't listened to episode one, please go listen. This episode is going to be all of the tips and different ways that you can really build your consistency with God, but also build your quiet time with the Lord. So in just review of part one, I really went into detail with you about why it is important to spend time with God, what you've got, what I have gotten out of spending time with the Lord, and really be able to see just kind of I want to just really normalize it for you and not make it seem as if it's intimidating. So I really get some tips on understanding the struggle and not being naive to it, switching your mindset, knowing you're not going to be perfect, being intentional every day, and just also sharing with you some things that people have shared with me about their struggle and spending time with the Lord. So this episode in particular, I'm going to be providing you a bunch of different tips on things you can do to get started. And I just also want to preface this by saying that the blessing that I have gotten from spending time with the Lord is nothing that I can even um, describe to you all in one episode. There is just an overwhelm of peace that I have never experienced from taking the little time that I take, my little 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes an hour and a half if I have that time and spend time with the Lord. The blessing that I get from that is just unmatched. So really take a pencil and a pen out if you have it 
I'm going to link a lot of things in the show notes to for you. Um, but I just want to just give you this real talk, um, these tips with this. So we're going to start by just kind of saying, you know, I really want you to assess your abilities. And, and when I say that, I say or assess where you are, whether you have never really built a routine with spending time with God, if you're a person that has started or was um, really good at doing it in the past but has gotten busy or someone that is currently trying to build a routine but you find that you you fall off um, or someone that may be very consistent in spending time with God but you want to kind of switch some things up, I, I definitely think that um, this episode is going to be beneficial for you. So some tips with starting. I'm going to add some things in here that friends have told me about um, that they do with their with um, the Lord in their quiet time. So I've added not only with things that I do, um, but things that people have mentioned. I'm also going to share with you my minute by minute time frame of like, okay, Rosalind, you spend an hour with God. What do you do during that time? I'm going to share with you my minute by minute, literally everything I've done in the past. So, I mean, everything I do currently. So I'm going to start by saying that you need to be intentional. You need to treat your time with God as a special time. One of the best tips I ever heard from someone was um, to meet God in the same place every day. And I never knew how, like, I guess beneficial that was because it's almost kind of like um, you go into your job and you work at your desk that you know when you sit at your desk, that is your place of work. I know when I go downstairs to my dining room and I get my coffee and I sit at my table, I have to be like at a physical table. I know that that is my place to meet God, whether it may be a chair, whether it may be um, a desk, whether it may be um, a spot in the corner, whether it may be in the bathroom, if that's what you have to do, you know, find a place where you can meet God every day at the same time. And And I'll tell you that because when you do that every day, you begin to see like this is the place where I know God meets me. Um, so I want to say set the mood, light a candle. Like if if you need coffee is my way of knowing like I'm about to sit down and like get myself ready. I don't know why that is, but like when I have my coffee finished and done, that's when I know I'm about to spend time with the Lord. Um So that's my way of setting my mood is having a hot drink for you. It may be a candle for you, maybe a blanket for you. It may be just kind of sitting in your space. But, you know, that can be your tip for starting is, you know, meeting God in the same space. The first thing I'm going to say is get yourself a good study Bible. If you don't have a physical Bible, I recommend a physical one. 
Um, I know sometimes people read the Bible off of the Bible app, which is always great. Um, Also, I use the Blue Letter Bible app for the concordance. So if you're someone that really likes to read and get to the root of words, the Blue Letter Bible app is awesome. Um, But if I'm just going to give you an example of a physical Bible, get a good study Bible. I... um, say invest in it because I've had a the John MacArthur study Bible and again I will link all of these things for you in the show notes um I've had the John MacArthur study Bible since I was I want to say 18 years old so 10 years I think before then I was reading the NIV application Bible or the yeah, it was the NIV study Bible. But the reason I didn't I don't read the NIV version anymore is because I think um the NIV Bible has some verses that are missing. Don't quote me on this, but this was a couple years ago. I actually found out like there were certain Bible verses that were missing from the NIV um study Bible, but anyway. Um so I don't read that version specifically anymore. I don't know if that's still the case nowadays. I know it was a couple of years ago. There were actually some verses missing. So I read the John MacArthur Study Bible, um, and it is the new King James Version. Get you a version that you understand, whether it be the New Living Testament. Um, the English Standard Version is also really good. The Amplified Version is another Um, version that's really good to read because you want to be able to get the full you want to understand basically and so John MacArthur study bible for me is um, he has a lot of good notes and the notes you know in your study bible reference other scriptures and you can really get into getting the meat of what the scripture is saying and also understand context and all of those things My husband has the Life Application Study Bible, um, and he has it in the King James Version. He likes the King James Version. So, you know, you want to find what works best for you, but I definitely recommend getting a physical Bible. Um, And then if you want to find other translations, use the Bible app. The second thing I'm going to say and recommend is that you get a journal, a journal to take notes. So... I usually write my prayers down. I I do pray aloud a lot of times, especially more now. But when I was really starting to build my routine, I didn't know what always to say to the Lord. So I treated my journal as my prayer time as a way to write out what I was thinking and really just kind of lay out what I was thinking with the Lord. And now As I've gone back through different journals, I realized what season of time I was in, what the what things was God sharing with me. And I really write notes. So a tip for journaling, if that's something that you feel like you want to do, definitely write out how you feel, write your prayers down. But also one of the things that I do now, I I still do. Yeah, I do now is I write out scriptures and that is my way. Like I told y'all in the previous podcast, I have like five scriptures now that I'm writing down on a daily basis. And it's just a way to ingrain in my head, you know, those verses to me because they build my confidence. And, um, 
So that's something I do. I also write notes down for my devotions. So if I'm reading a devotional and something really pops out to me, like it's just a sentence or two, I'll write out that sentence in my journal. Um, and this is after I've written out my prayers. I write that sentence out as a way to just get it engraved into my spirit. Um, sometimes if I'm reading a devotional, I'll write out the actual scripture. And the reason I I encourage writing and taking notes is because it really gets deeper into your mind, what you're digesting. And if it's something that pops out to you, it's almost like, um, you're scrolling on Instagram and you see a quote, you may read and be like, Oh girl, that's so good. And you might save it, but you really may not remember two days two days ago what you read versus if you write down a note you are more apt to remember what it is that you wrote down so and the good thing about that is months from now you writing that note you could come back to that months later and say oh wow that still resonates with me so I think it's really important to write out take notes take notes at church be involved in your time and take it a step further. I um, am also going to link down to you my favorite journal. Um, and uh, you can buy it off Amazon, but journals, you know, I'm real particular girl. You ain't gotta be as particular as me, but if you live in um, a place where there's a home goods, a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls, everybody may not have that um, in their area. But if you do, those places have amazing journals. I like college college ruled um, spiral journals, and I like to be able to have specifically the dates on each page. That's why I said I'm gonna link it in, but link it in the show notes. Um, that is the journal that I use. That is the journal I buy. I run through journals at least once every six months. Um, so yeah, cause I take it to therapy with me. I write my prayers down. I do everything in these journals. So I'm going to link that in the show notes for you. If you're interested in purchasing one or just go to Marshall's TJ Maxx, they're like $6, I think. Um, so yeah. So now we're going to get into the actual different types of things you could do during your quiet time. Um, The reason I wanted to take a lot of time and spending time with this is because I really want you all to, um, like I said, find what works best for you. I know I gave you the tip last week about, you know, going on dates with God, but everything doesn't work for everybody. And um, so I really wanted to share some things that even some of my friends shared with me that were helpful to them. And I just think that this is something that you will find useful. So some things you can do in your quiet time. If you're a devotional person, get some new devotionals. One of the devotionals I used to read that I loved when I was in college was Jesus Calling. And it was a little book that I could read something really quick, digest it, and move on. Um, But I want to take it a step further and say that you all need to start challenging yourself and writing out what the devotional meant to you, maybe in your journal. Um, Write out the scriptures, what do they mean to you, and to begin to ask God for understanding. So if you take that journal, I mean, if you take that uh, devotional and spend, like, honestly, 15 
20 minutes really writing out, reading the devotional, writing out what it meant to you, writing out, writing out how it resonated with you, looking up the scriptures, praying. That is a good solid 30 minutes of time you can spend with the Lord. So instead of just kind of picking up the devotional, reading it, saying, oh, wow, that's great, and moving on and kind of saying, okay, that's my time with God. Challenge yourself and take it a step further so that you can get more understanding about what it is that you're reading. Um, And I will say, you know, go uh, on the Bible app and, you know, there are different plans, but I'll talk about that in a second. Go on the Bible app. There's devotionals. Go to Lifeway and get a good devotional. Get a... um, Priscilla Shire has an amazing devotional. I want to say it's called Awakening. Um, I've I read partial of it on the Bible app, but I've heard that that's such a good devotional. Jesus Calling is a good devotional. Um, Beth Moore has some really good devotionals. Joyce Meyer has some really good devotionals. And also, um, if you're someone that is uh, really working in prayer, Stormy. Orman, I think is her name. She has uh, the power of a praying whatever series. And that could be a a way where you could uh, read something, pray and write the scriptures down. Um, Those are also really she has like the power of a praying wife, the power of a praying parent, power of a praying husband, you know, all different types. So definitely look those up um, and, you know, use those as some reference points. I also want to say um, that you can find a friend to hold you accountable. Um, One of the things one of my really good friends uh, we used to do when I was in when I was living by myself was when I was trying to build my consistency routine with God, she was too. So you want to maybe get maybe like a little accountability partner where you can both get serious about it. So what she and I used to do is we used to call each other in the morning times and be like, girl, get up. We gonna spend time with the Lord. And we would then hang up the phone and like get ourselves up in the morning. And it was such a helpful thing to do because I felt more accountable to doing it because I knew she was going to tell me that I need to do it. And one thing that was helpful was we would um, do that every single day to where eventually it got to the point where we didn't have to call each other because we both had gotten to a place where we were able to spend time with God on our own. But if you want to do that, you know, find a little accountability partner to hold you accountable. Say, hey, for the next week, you and I are going to hold each other accountable to wake up and spend time with God and let that week go into the next week and the next week and the week after that. So eventually you can do it on your own without necessarily needing a friend. But also, if you are you and that friend want to do a Bible plan together. Make that time be a time where you and her, you know, not having to be on the phone, but reading the same Bible plan and then talking about it on your drive to work. You know, that could be a way where you can really get more out of the more out of your time with God and God can pour out of you and pour out of that person into each other's lives. So that could be a way that you can utilize your alone time with the Lord. Another tip is you can use the Bible app. The Bible app has tons of different plans on different subjects from leadership, 
anxiety, prayer, dating, marriage. If you want to learn about Jesus and the gospels, if you want to read the Bible in one year, if you want to any subject, whether it be, I mean, literally any subject you want to find a Bible plan on, the Bible app has it. And I recommend the Bible app um, when you're definitely learning uh, different, you want to read different devotionals and you're someone that likes things that are that's ever changing and want to learn different things, but kind of still want to get something out of the Bible. I think it's great. And again, it goes back to that point where I was saying where you can challenge yourself to write out the write out the notes and the things that they say. Um, I I don't necessarily always do devotionals one because I'm really inconsistent, honestly, with completing them. But two, I don't really like to spend time on my phone a lot of times in my quiet time. So I do a devotional every so often. Um, But for me, I get really distracted on my phone. And so I don't really necessarily do them all the time, but they're really good if that if that's if you're someone that really wants to get into devotionals. The Bible app is amazing. I have a friend who literally I don't even know how she stays so consistent on her. She literally gets on the Bible app every day. Like one time, I think I remember I saw she had like 20 or no, like 40 weeks consistently on the Bible app spending time with God every day so and she reads the Bible on her phone so that works for her and she is able to really get something out of it so the next thing I really want to share with you is something really interesting to me that I thought was so good oh my gosh I went to a panel discussion and I was on the panel and one of the ladies that was on the panel with me we had got a question about what to do in your quiet time and she said that she struggles with reading the bible and understanding it so what she does is she goes to um she reads christian books and books by you know anyone whether it be Lisa Turkish or T Jakes or um any like Christian Priscilla Shire Joyce Meyer and she reads the books and she'll read the reference scriptures in the book as a way to like spend time with God so she says her time and her quiet time with God is reading a book and reading about you know something that Somebody might be writing on a certain subject and she gets a lot from that and she'll read the scriptures and she says that has helped her so much. So if you're trying to like finish um, a Christian book on a subject, spend your time with God by reading a book, reading a book of um, like I would say, definitely a Christian book, but read the reference scriptures take notes and really study some of the scriptures in the book as a way to expand your um, understanding of that book. Um, And there's tons of different books at Lifeway, um, Barnes and Noble. Uh, Hobby Lobby is also another gem that I found. They sell books. Uh, Those can be places where you can really get some really good um, latest Christian books is some of those places. Also, um, learn, you can listen to sermons. So I love this. I usually do this when I'm like, 
not in the mood to read, I guess you could say, but I really want to get like a fresh perspective. I will sit with my computer in front of me and I will take, because I usually spend about an hour with God. I'll take about 30 minutes to listen to a sermon. And I usually listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts, Pastor Michael Todd, Pastor Stephen Furtick. Um, She's not a... um, Menace. She's not a pastor, but I listen to Tiffany Montgomery. A lot of times I'll write notes on things that she says because she's a phenomenal just woman of God. And I'll write notes and scriptures that they say and I dwell on those in my time with the Lord. And throughout the week, I'll just like either finish the sermon or I will um, just really pray to God about perspective, about what I learned. So if you're someone that's still struggling with you know, diving into the Bible, listen to a sermon. And I definitely say that in a sense of like, you know, don't get distracted while you're listening, but really take the time to write notes. And like I say, challenge yourself to really take it a step further and write down things and really ask God for understanding and fresh perspective. You never know what you might get from doing that. Um, I did also say, uh, like I told y'all in your time with God, if you need something different, go on dates with the Lord. I definitely recommend that if you're single, because there's really such a difference when you, um, take the time to really like give God time. And I used to treat God like he was my boyfriend as a way to like really build my relationship with him. So I would go on dates with the Lord and I would get cute and like go out to eat or go to a movie and do that it was so refreshing and it was such a way for me to do something different I also recommend getting involved in church and serving in your church that could be a way that you could give your time and have your time given to the Lord um if all else fails my biggest tip if you're having if you're if journaling and still not knowing what to read in the Bible, all else fails, read Proverbs daily. There are 31 Proverbs in the Bible. There usually is 31 days in the month. You can read a proverb a day and write and read and just soak in what you're reading. Proverbs is an easy read. Get on, get a translation, like I told y'all, that you understand in the Bible and read those scriptures. Proverbs is a book of wisdom and wisdom is basically like a blueprint of how to navigate life. Wisdom is that thing when you ask your grandmother, like, what would you tell me about relationships? And she says, oh, you know, well, you know, enjoy the people that are around you and love those that love you. Like, that's wisdom, Read read Proverbs. That's an easy read. And if you don't know what to read or know um, how to really get something out, read Proverbs. That is a super easy read. Okay, so we're going to get into my personal quiet time. I love my quiet time. I have gotten to the point now where... I enjoy getting up in the morning. Sometimes I'm so tired, but I literally look forward to getting up and spending time with God every single day. So this is what I do when I come into my time. I usually come downstairs, turn my coffee on. Well, first thing I do is I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my face. It's just I don't like the morning breath drinking coffee thing. Anyway, I go downstairs, start my coffee. 
I've added this in, um, but you don't have to add this in, and this won't be added to the time frame. This is usually what I'm about to list out to you is about is about a whole hour of time with God. So I added this thing that I'm about to say in. So it just takes about 10 minutes, but you don't have to add this in. That won't be included in the hour. So when our coffee is making, I meditate. I sit down on my couch and I meditate for 10 minutes. I use the Calm app, which is a meditation app, and I just do the daily meditation. I love it. It literally sets my mind to like calm be calm and breathe. But I also really like the app because when I'm meditating, I'm thinking about all the stuff that's in my mind and my mind might be racing to where when I sit down and journal, I know exactly what's racing in my head. So I write down all of those things so that they're on paper um, and it's out of my head on paper and to God. So I meditate for 10 minutes pour my coffee. As I'm um, pouring my coffee and kind of sitting down, I play seven minutes of worship music. Um, I got an idea from Tatum Tamia's podcast, and I told y'all about this in a couple podcasts ago, where I have an actual worship playlist. She has made a worship playlist, um, the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, if you're interested in her podcast. Um, but she made a worship playlist, and I was like, oh my God, that is so amazing that she shares her worship playlist that I... Um, wanted to share my worship playlist with you all. So the link to my worship playlist and hers will be in the show notes. I turn on seven minutes of worship music and I set a timer for everything I do to keep me on task. I'm a little bit ADHD and I get really distracted. So I try to stay on point. So I pour my coffee, set the timer for seven minutes, turn on worship music and just sit there with my eyes closed and just sing the songs in my head and just really get quiet. Um, And what that does is it shifts my heart and sets the atmosphere for where I am and where I want to be with the Lord. And it also sets my heart in a place of thankfulness and gratefulness. So after my timer goes off for my worship, I set it again for seven minutes and I journal. I just journal whatever I'm thinking, whatever I was thinking during my meditation time, and I just write it out in seven minutes only. Um, I usually can push it maybe seven to ten minutes. It just depends on how much I'm writing. After my timer goes off, um, like I told y'all now, I... um, pray. So if you're not someone that prays out loud, it's okay. You can just add a couple extra minutes to your journaling time. I set a timer for about seven minutes and I pray. So as I'm laying this out to you all, um, this is about 20 minutes already of me doing stuff. So worship, journaling, and prayer. And I pray for people in my life. I pray for my husband. I pray for my family, friends, Somebody that might be really on my spirit heavy, which sometimes happens in my quiet time. I'll have people that are on my mind really heavy and I'll pray for them um, and just kind of write their names down sometimes to just keep me, you know, in the um, understanding of who I'm praying for. I do that for about seven minutes after that timer goes off. I am ready to read and reflect. So I want to also 
side note to this, usually when I pray, I keep another journal next to me, which is my to-do list journal. Reason being is because sometimes when I'm praying, my mind can be all over the place. And so to keep me focused, or if I'm journaling and my mind is all over the place, I might have a lot of tasks that come up in my head that I'm like need to get something done. So I keep a, another journal next to me that I call my to-do list journal. And I keep that so when I'm off focus or whatever, I can just write down what I need to do and I get back to my time because I get distracted. It, it just is what it is. And so I have to create that system that's helpful for me to be able to stay focused. So after I do my prayer time, I spend 30 minutes with reading and reflection And that could be a devotional. It could be a sermon. It could be usually lately it's been um, God telling me a book to read. So like the month of December, I read Joshua. This month I'm reading Judges and kind of I'm a little all over the place actually this month. Um, I've been actually reading on different subjects related to um, confidence. So Usually in my study time, and I will say this has probably been the most consistent thing I've done. I'm usually Googling scriptures on confidence. Um, Let's see. Shame has been one I've been studying a lot about. Um, Faith has been another one I've been studying about. So I usually read those scriptures and stories in the Bible that relate to confidence, faith shame, trusting the Lord. Another study that I really did was about pleasing God and not man. So that comes with a lot of comparison. And where you like, when I was putting out this podcast, I was like, Lord, nobody's going to read the podcast. I did a study on like pleasing God so that the scriptures were really in my heart about I'm doing this to please God, not man. I'm not focused on what other people are going to think about what I do, but more focused on God. So I spent my time in reflection more so in a place of like studying the word, um, depending upon whatever's happening. Sometimes God will drop a scripture in my head um, or tell me to read something and I do a study on it. Um, it just depends on what's happening. I can't really give you a blueprint because that's how it's been for me lately. Um, and then there are many times where I don't have like a specific agenda. And that's where sometimes I'll say I'll ask God, OK, Lord. I don't have an agenda for my time with you today. What do you want me to read? And so, and a lot of times he'll tell me what he'll want me to read. Um, I'll read Proverbs. Proverbs is something I usually go to if I'm just like in a rush or I don't really, I'm not in the mood to really do a lot in my quiet time. I just want to kind of get something and really just still pour, deposit something into my spirit. Um that's what I do. But, you know, like I said, go back through the list of things that I said and utilize what's best for you. So, um, yeah, like and like I said, over time, your um, time with God may be different, especially if you are someone that's like busy all the time. Like if you're a mom and you're up in the middle of the night listening to soft music and praying while you're rocking your baby could be something that you could do. Um you know, find what works best for you and really be open to God giving you a strategy. It's one of those things that I know I've said this before, but when you ask God for the strategy for your quiet time with him, 
He will bless you with it. Um, Reach out to me. I'm always open to giving suggestions about what to do during your time. Um, That's my hour I spend with God. So, you know, that is helpful for me. And by the time I'm done, it is time for me to get ready for work. Uh, But you may not have an hour. You may only have 30 minutes. So just find what works best for you and be open to him giving you strategy. So that is all I have for you all today. Um, be on the lookout for next week's episode because I will be announcing announcing this super big project that I've been working on. I know I've kind of mentioned it um, here and there on social media. I haven't been able to keep it to myself, honestly, because I'm just so excited. So be on the lookout for next week's episode because I will be announcing it next week. Um, I am so excited to share all the goodness that God has been doing on on behalf of you all because... The idea came from him, and I'm so excited to share it. It aligns so much with um, this podcast, and I just cannot wait to share it with you. I'm like literally shaking. Well, not shaking, but just excited to share. I'm so excited. So be on the lookout for next week's episode. Um, And reach out to me on Instagram. If you ever find a podcast episode be helpful to you, I love hearing from you guys. It literally makes me so happy to hear how the podcast is blessing you, but all the things that God is doing in your life on behalf of his goodness from the podcast. So please reach out to me. Um, My name on Instagram is Rosin Renee. And that is all for this week. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.